0: It's The Last Stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right, it is The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. I'm Brian Custer, and joining me today is one of the top fighters at 130 pounds. You know what? Probably by the time people see this, they're going to be saying, and the new world champion at 130 pounds. Oshaki Foster is with us today. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good. What about you, sir? <laughs> Good,
0: as good as good to talk. So, you finally get the opportunity, man, to fight for the world title against, listen, Ray Vargas, a two division world champion. That man is unbeaten in 36 fights. So, you talk about getting your opportunity. That's quite a task. Right,
1: right. And an opponent. <laughs>
0: Tell me about taking on Ray Vargas.
1: Oh, uh, man, I, I love the opportunity, man. Um, I just feel like it's, 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 it's that time, you know. Uh, like you said, two-time world champion. Uh, man, I like, I like coming in as the underdog. I feel like, you know, it's going to be a good night.
0: Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's interesting because not too many guys have had any success against him because of his height, his range. Mm-hmm. But now he's stepping up at 130, so he's coming up in weight, your division. You're the bully mm-hmm. uh, of this of this division, so you would it would seem as if you're the one somewhat with the advantage. Considering he's coming up into your neck of the woods.
1: Yeah, I definitely feel like you know I got I got the advantages, um, and, and you know he coming up, and I feel like he 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 didn't he haven't faced the style that I that I possess. You know, with the speed, the power, different things that I can bring to the ring. And
0: you you you've said that to me before. What do you mean by that when you look at his resume and and guys he's faced, how are they different from Oshaki Foster?
1: Um, None of them guys was athletic to me, you know. um, They were straight forward guys, um, nothing to take away from them guys, but I just feel like, you know, he haven't faced anybody real elite, you know.
0: How gratifying, I mean, listen, becoming a world champion for the first time has got to be gratifying. But then to do it against a guy where it seemed like everything's aligned for him. You know, it's like, oh, you're coming to Texas, you're going to have a huge uh, Mexican following in the audience. You won the title here last year. And then all of a sudden you come in here and dethrone him. All of a sudden people are looking at you different like, whoa, okay, who is this guy? How gratifying would that be for you?
1: Man, it'll be, be great for me, you know, and that's, that's what I plan on doing. Uh, you know, I, li- I like that the stage set up like that, you know, because, you know, it just gives me you know, a, a more chip on my shoulder to be, in, be able to come in and be sharp, don't let my guard down and just, you know, prove that I belong.
0: Yeah, you know, talk to me about how you got to this point because you're here on a nine-fight win streak, right? And you know how this business is, especially in boxing. You suffer a loss, it's like, oh my God, the end of the world. And you suffered two losses early in your career when you were on Showbox. And now you're here. To me, it's like you're the personification of perseverance. What was, what was the flip? What, what was it that changed things around for you?
1: You know, getting, getting away from certain influences in my life, um, moving away from my hometown, getting, getting out the hood, you know, things like that. Um, we lost our gym in 2011, um, really right, right before, right when I got out the Olympic trials. So, you know, I really didn't have no, nowhere to go other than the streets. So, um, it's just getting away from them, them outside influences and the, and, the, and the outside noise and, you know, moving to Houston and, and just dedicate myself.
0: Houston's got some great fighters. I mean, now you, Charlo, Shakur, I mean, you got a lot of really good fighters here. Uh, talk to me about the early days of Oshaki because I don't know if a lot of people realize you are a phenomenal amateur. I mean a really good amateur. And then, like you said, all of a sudden you get caught up in that life, that street life. What, what happened what happened?
1: Um, I would say guidance, you know, I lost I lost my mother when I was twelve, you know, to cancer. Um that was one of the big things. And then um me and my pops, we was cool, but we didn't have like the best of relationships. You know, I was I had a rough time with him, so um, I basically was trying to trying to find some guidance, trying to find some something that you know that I can love, that care for me, and, mm-hmm. and that's the first thing I thought would be was the streets and stuff like that. So um, that that was the big biggest part of it.
0: And, and and when we we talk about that street life, you even had to go to jail, and and there were talk to me about. What was that like for you? Was that an awakening when you were sitting in the maybe in the cell, like holy cow, what am I doing here? When I was, you know, a really good boxer, you know, what was that like for you, that part of your life?
1: Um, it the the last time I went, it was it was the biggest um, the biggest thing because I I had been in and out, um, but it wasn't never any big charges. Mm-hmm. And the last time I went in, um, I was facing ten to twenty. Wow. And it was just like you know, one of the things where. Um, what you're going to do, you know, you're going to be old man saying that you could have, would have, should have been, you know, this and that. So, um, just not wanting to let my potential go to waste and, and just wanted to try to give it all I got.
0: Mm. Um, and when you got out, who, who was that one person that helped change things for you?
1: Uh, I would say my manager, Keith. He was, uh, he was there... Um, while I was in jail, things like that. Um, after we moved out, we came straight to Houston. I went to train with Bobby Ben and Aaron and them, and and it was just, you know, they they've been knowing me since I was eight years old. Um, so it was just, it was a it was a smooth transition.
0: And and then when you talk about your career, let's go back to shoebox here, and I think it was Tia. was that 2015 when you had that yeah, fight there. Yeah. I mean and, Tia. Yeah. And, and I remember it was outside fight. So it was cold, cold. Yeah, and it, it looked cold. like Oshaki Foster froze in that fight. What <laughs> happened cold. that night?
1: Man, uh, yeah, they had us fighting outside in, in Las Vegas, like the end of November. Um, but also, like like I said, it wasn't. I was really, I was really still just trying to balance the streets and and trying to box at the same time. We didn't have no gym in in, in Orange, so I was, we was just training in a warehouse with a oh. gym. I mean, we we built a little. Um, Wooden ring. Um, we had like one bag in there. It was just things like that, and I feel like uh, I was rushed into that stage. Not saying that I was wasn't ready, but you know, I, I wasn't even like I fought at 140 for that fight, and yeah. it was all kind of things that that I did wrong, you know. But the cold didn't help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: Especially being from
0: Texas, um, and, and so then you have another loss too on show. And at what point? After that second loss, what were you thinking?
1: Well, man, that second loss, uh, a lot had happened that week. Um, that Monday, um, before that fight, before, I think the fight was on Friday, um, my, my cousin, you know, um, rest in peace to him, he had got shot, you know, and he had, he had got killed. and. You know, um, he was one of my closest, closest, you know, people to mm-hmm. growing up, you know, and uh, that had really hurt me. And when I went to, you know, I went to tell my, my, my coaches and my promoter and stuff like that, they, they kind of like shoot it off, like, oh, he's lying, mm-hmm. blah, blah, he's trying to get out of the fight or whatever. But, um, you know, leading up to that, it was, it was a whole bunch of stuff. Um, they didn't want me to it was crazy man uh mm-hmm. they didn't want me to sign with this manager that I had signed with and so they 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 was coming to me they came to me like 30 minutes before the fight and it was like you know uh, cuz he had got me a sponsor and like within like 5 days they like oh we 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 will take you off the court. we don't care if you mm-hmm. fight tonight things like that it was just so when I went into the fight I was just I was just there you yeah. know I, I really didn't even I really didn't even want to you know be there but um After the fight, you know, um, we ended up separating from him. Um, But early 2017, my grandma that I stayed with, you know, ever since my mother had died, um, she had died in the beginning of 2017. So it was just all going bad at that time. Yeah,
0: and you said your mother had died of breast cancer?
1: Cancer. Of cancer. Cancer, yeah. So your mother died
0: of cancer. Then your grandmother, who you were living with, died. And then you were homeless, right? For the most part at one point.
1: Yeah, when I I came, when I actually, when I caught that charge and um, I actually got out, um, my little brother, he right there, he picked me up. um, And we tried to go stay with a few, I tried to go stay with a few people, like um, his pops and stuff like that, and, you know, they just didn't want me around. So um, ended up you know, ended up going to stay with my, my, uh, my, one of my friends after a while. Um, then we moved to Houston. Uh, we're, and I wouldn't just say move to Houston, but we, we left to go to Houston. We were staying at FEMA rooms for months, you wow. know, and I was just going to the gym from there. And to, you know, uh, I went and started staying on another friend's, yeah. you know, sleeping on another friend's couch, and then we ended up getting our own spot.
0: Wow, and, and now you turn things around and here you are. You get on this roll, and w- at any time, especially like this after that second loss, did the did the confidence wane?
1: Maybe not in your skills, but th- that you were going to make it. Uh, most definitely, um, because I had already seen a lot of uh, I had seen a lot of the part of the business, and uh, I just had fell out of love with with the sport for a while, and. I always knew I had the, the, the talent and, and, you know, the confidence in what I could do, but it was just, you know, I knew I needed the right team, I knew I needed the right situation, and that was the biggest part of it, you know.
0: Um, what was the
1: best advice,
0: Oshaki, you would give somebody who may have had a setback, but yet here you are, despite all of that, well, you've been through now on the precipice of becoming a world champion, what's the best advice you would give somebody?
1: Man, best advice I would give is, is you know, find a team that, that care about you, that 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 you can relate to and, and you know, um, get away from them them outside influences, them outside noise because a lot of the times it don't be you. You know, uh, you can have homeboys and they can get into something and you just want to be the protector. You want to be there for them. So you stand on a lot of stuff for them and it, and it gets you in trouble. It gets you out your element. So um, that was the biggest thing for me—separating myself from people um, that 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 didn't have too much going for themselves, and and you know just dedicating myself and, and focusing in on what I needed to do.
0: You, you know, it's interesting because uh, I remember sitting down with Javante Davis in Baltimore and it's, it's listening to you. You know, it's, it's, there's certain parts of your life story that's similar to his, and I remember he told me this one thing and. I asked him, I said, why are you so successful as a fighter? And he said, because of everything I've been through, I know there's no man that can beat me. If I've gone through what I've gone through and I'm still sitting here, there's no man that's on the up- side of that ring that can beat me. What about you? When you look at when you you step into that ring now, what, what is it about old Shockey Foster that people need to know?
1: Man, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I, I take that with me a lot, especially on my road back to this to, well to this position. Um, you know, I used to always I used to tell myself before the fights going in as B side, and just like you know, these guys haven't been through what you've been through. They haven't seen what you've seen. You know, so um, most definitely feel like you know um, a lot of the stuff that I've been through. You know, I've I've literally you know. Saw a bullet come by me, hit my hit my friend right next to me. Things like that that could have took me out, mm-hmm. you know. So it was just, you know, when I when I go into these fights, that's why I feel like I'm physically, mentally, I'm ready right now. Cause, you know, um, a fight ain't nothing to me, you know. Especially seeing and being through what I've been through, it, it's nothing, you know. Uh, I'm, I feel like same same. No, nobody can beat me. I feel like, you know, do do. God and and, and, and you know, the universe has prepared me for this moment. And, and you know, I'm just ready. Uh, obviously, uh,
0: Shakur vacated this belt. He's gone. Is Oshaki Foster the best fighter at 130 pounds right now?
1: I've always felt like that, you know. Uh, I've always felt like I was the best at 130. It just needed to be proven. Um, I wouldn't say that, you know, I feel like it's the perfect time, right? You know, I feel like um, whether he was there or anybody else was there, I feel like it, it was going to be shown. You know, is there a fight out there? Trust me, being a world champion is
0: an accomplishment in itself. But is there a fight out there? Like everybody has that one fight that they're like, "Yo, that—that's the fight we need." You know, obviously, Tank wants Ryan. You know, Arrow wants Bud. Who's Oshaki Foster? One. Who's that? Who's that guy out there that you said? That's the guy I,
1: I, I can't wait to fight to really add to my legacy. Uh, I see a lot of people putting a lot of uh, a lot of hype behind Navarrete and guys like that. So uh, I, w- I would love to see that guy across the ring for me. Uh, I'd love to go to 135 and see any one of them guys, you know. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I don't like to pick and choose because I, I want to see the best, you know, all of them. Um, we ain't ducking no smoke at all. What, is it, what would
0: it mean to you to become a world champion?
1: Man, it will mean the world. You know, it's something that I've dreamed about since I was a kid, you know. Um, then to go through the, the, the roads that I went through to not even see myself in this position. So it, it, it's definitely one of the things where, you know, I'm, I'm, man, I'm grateful, I'm, I'm blessed, and man, I just I just can't wait, you know. I, I feel like it's that time. When we look at down the road in the future, how
0: you know how? Um, I guess weight divisions are we talking about when when it's all said and done for Shaki Foster? Where do you see you ending your career? What weight?
1: Uh, I would say like forty. You want 40? Uh, forty? Forty. Um, you know, if I can get big enough, put enough weight on. I mean, put enough you know yeah. muscle on. Yeah. Shit, I pushed to forty-seven. I I, I didn't them guys. I didn't I didn't heavier to one sixty. Um, I'm not saying I'll go to 160 yeah. or 54, but, Right, you know, if, it's, if the right opportunity presents itself, yeah, I'd most definitely feel like, you know, I can. What's your, what's your goal? What's your goal in this, in this sport? Man, to uh, make history, you know, for, for, for my family, my city, um, become unified, and, and become a multi-division champion. Um, I want to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I love it. I love that. Uh, Who's it been the influence on you? When you talk about fighters, I'm talking about fighters.
0: Like who was the guy when you looked at maybe as a young guy, you're like, man, I kind of patterned my style after him. Who is that guy?
1: Uh, the main two was, was Zab Judah and, um, and Floyd. Um, but you know, I've studied a whole lot of people, but I, I, I've, I've actually been in that in the, when I, was, when I was 14 and I moved to Vegas for like a year, I, I went to uh, my freshman year of high school out there. I trained with Roger Mayweather for a year. And so I got to see Floyd and uh, got to relate to him a little bit, things like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. Best best advice you would give somebody who's been in that street life and like, man, I need to get out of it. Uh, what would you tell What would you tell that guy, that person?
1: Man, you know, you feel like you got to be loyal to your homies, but loyalty don't always bring the same. It don't always be back, be loyal back to you. So. Uh, just, just get away from the people that that's that's dragging you down, that's pulling you into certain situations, and, and get get with people that's you know doing better for themselves and want to do better for themselves. It, it'll change your whole mind state. It'll change you know, really everything around you.
0: Hmm. Um, do you think this is the fight that puts Oshaki Foster on the map?
1: Most definitely. You know, uh, winning a world title is it's the biggest stage. Uh, and like you said, he, 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 he talking a lot. You know, he doing a lot of smack talking, which I feel like is nervous energy. But uh, two-time world champion that, that, you know, I plan on, like I said, giving him that first L. And I feel like that'll be it. It'll be it. You know, people will start to, you know, put, me, put my name in that conversation of the top guys.
0: Lassie, we'll, we'll uh, end with this. How many times a day you get
1: called Oshaki or Oshaki? Uh, As opposed to Oshaki, man, a, a <laughs> lot. You know, I've, I've had my name messed up a whole lot. <laughs> uh, Oshaki, Oshaki is new to a lot of people in right. my in my hometown, yeah. so it's 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 crazy. Yeah. You know, uh, but if you're having problems with Oshaki, just call me Shock. You know, that's what everybody <laughs> calls me. <Right. laughs>
0: I love it, it, it when, they, when you looked at it because everyone looks at it. and like, No, I, I see it the way it's written. They were yeah. like, no, it's O'Shaki. O'Shaki. Yeah, so, yeah. so, do you have to explain to people too about it all the time?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got to correct them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just, the way it's spelled, I understand. Yeah. But we, we, we just let them know it's, hey, it's shock. I got it. I got it. it. <laughs> and then when it comes to
0: boxing, it, it, who are your favorite fighters? Who do you enjoy watching? Who's O'Shaki Foster
1: like watching? That's active right yeah. now? Yeah. Um, I would say I like I like Earl, uh, Regis. Uh, I say you know I'm a, I'm a fan of the sport, so I watch I watch everybody, Shakur, yeah. Gavante, all yeah. them guys that's 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 around that's that's that has great skills. Yeah. You know, um, man, really everybody. You know, yeah. I, I watch everybody. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I'm a fan of the sport. Old the old fighters and the new fighters. Okay, you know so.
0: All right, so then we'll, if that's the case, then uh, I gotta get your take. Tank Ryan, who wins that fight?
1: Uh, I got, I got Tank, you got winning, Tank it. winning it. Yeah, I got Tank winning. it. Plant Benavides. I got Benavides. Got Benavides. Yeah, I got Benavides. You got Benavides. Like, ben- I like, I like,
0: like Benavides. You like, like Benavides?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <he's not> <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, Tell he's, me, what, what is nice. it about him you like? Man, he he. I, I, you rarely see a guy that's, that's that big and can mix it up like that. Yeah. Uh, hand speed, power, yeah. and, and, and you could tell he's smart. Yeah. You know, he's been around the game for a while. Uh, I feel like he can do it all. You yeah. know, he can box with the, from the outside with the jab, yeah. and then he can walk you down and do certain things like that. So I, I, I like Benavidez, but another takeaway plant, I like Plant too, but yeah. I just think Benavidez is a, a level above. Uh, if it happens, Arrow Bud. I got Earl. You got Earl. Yeah, I got Earl. You got Earl. Yeah, that's
0: definitely. it looks like Earl Thurman is going to happen this summer. What do you think about that fight?
1: Yeah, I think it's a good fight, but I think uh, he can't take body shots. And that's, <laughs> Thurman, just, <laughs> just being real, just being real. Yeah. So and that's that's Earl thing. You know, yeah. he's a, he's the body snatcher. Yeah. So I feel like uh, I feel like Earl going going end up taking him too.
0: Yeah, I love it. This has been fun. I've been waiting to do this for quite a while and I'm happy you you certainly get this opportunity. You certainly deserve it. Appreciate Um, that. And uh, I guess for the people who are watching here, the main thing you want them to know about Oshaki Foster?
1: Man, that, you know, I train hard, that, uh, man, that, you know, I just appreciate everything. I appreciate the the opportunity from everybody and, and, you know, come Saturday I plan on putting on a great performance. I love it. Oh, Shaki Foster. Talk about one of the top fighters at
0: 130 pounds. This is the man. He wants that strap around his waist.
1: It's going to
0: do it. for. uh, Thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you again next week.